a year that was different from all others. For geeks, Albi, John John, me James, and Rico were brought together to take on a common enemy. Boredom, that year, the Geeking Outside the Box podcast was formed to tackle all things geek and, of course, ignorance. Ladies and gentlemen, the Geeking Outside the Box podcast. God damn it. I'm I'm leaving now. It's in progress. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. Welcome, fellas. What up? What's happening? What's, What's bragging? We are all I back. gotta say, all I gotta say is what up? What's happening? <laughs> wow! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode nine of the Geeking Outside the Box podcast. I'm here with my brothers, uh, John. John, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Uh, football and good stuff happening. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Yeah. Though. I'm good. We will not be talking about any football on this podcast. We apologize for that false advertisement. Damn it, John John. Rico, yeah. how you feeling? Goodbye. <laughs> uh man, after a long ass week, caught up on some sleep. And I'm ready to get this shit bracking. That money, B James. Hey, listen, the internet continues to bless us. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders showed up to the inauguration like I'm just here. Just to show up, I got other shit to do. Hurry up, let's get this over with. And we got the glorious memes out of that. And then last night, Mr. Conor McGregor gave us even more great memes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did. So I am in a good state. I am good. Bro, Bernie is posted like every judgmental grandma at the cookout to send there. Bro, back in my day. any, (laughs) Any piece of any material ever invented in this world that Bernie has not been mean on, bro. I've seen yeah. him on everything, G. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie showed up like, hey, man, my rag said that they wasn't going to leave, and I had to hurry up and fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and what you showed us, BT, at John's crib, where somebody made an app where you could just put a, any address in, and they'll put Bernie <laughs> right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, Rico, was... I put him in front of John Craig. First of all, none of his leaves are right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please rake this shit up, please? Yeah, none of them was raked. Oh, this shit look abandoned. John during the fall was like, man, you know what? Fuck this shit. That's why. These were legit ass statements I was saying to myself every morning. I need to smell the pump cover this shit up. <laughs> Without do. that leaf. Without that leaf blower. I was not yep. doing it. All right, yes. man. Let's uh Let's get right to the most important thing. Uh, WandaVision, let's throw it to the narrator. What the hell did you just watch? Can't believe your lying eyes. The Geeking Outside the Box podcast is here to review the hottest movies, TV shows, comics, games, and more in this edition of Did That Just Happen? All right, another edition of Did That Just Happen? Don has lost... Listen, listen, let me say this. I, I love our narrator, but I'm going to need him to enunciate correctly because he, yes. he keeps saying dick. 
Yeah, yeah. bro. He <laughs> stays saying dick. This happened. Dick. This happened. Dick just dick. happened? What? Right. What? What's going on? What's going on here? I don't, oh. I, don't, I don't understand this disrespect that we keep giving. Uh, <laughs> it's no disrespect. I'm just trying to see what, what his life like. You know what I'm saying? He out giving out dick. needs to stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he's prepared yeah. for y'all ass. Yeah, he is. Uh, but we did get a brand new episode of WandaVision on Disney Plus, episode three. Spoiler alert, this is not a test. If you didn't watch, that shit is on you. Uh, let me take you all through it really quickly. It opens up with a theme similar to the Parker's family. This episode is set more in the 70s, so we saw some influences. I think B told us uh, last week that it was more like Mary Tyler Moore show, a little Brady Bunch. Those kind of famous sitcoms really played a really big role in the overall atmosphere of the episode. But mm-hmm. we open up with Dr. Nielsen. Get it? Nielsen. Nielsen ratings. Uh, yes. Dr. Nielsen giving a checkup to Wanda, letting her know that I think she was four months pregnant at that time. Uh, yeah. Which is crazy because apparently this is supposed to be the very next day from episode two. Because Vision's completely confused. And he's like, so well, mm-hmm. how big should this baby be in like 12 hours? Um, he doesn't understand <laughs> what's going on. Vision walks the doctor out. The doctor says that, hey, I'm going on vacation, going to Bermuda. Vision sees Herb, who now lives next door to the right, which we'll talk more about in a second. Uh, he's outside trimming the hedges. And Herb just completely glitches out. And with a little hedge clipper, starts cutting through the solid brick uh, wall divider between the two yards. Vision goes back in. Wanda's gotten even bigger. And as they're in the nursery, kind of getting things together, Vision estimates that she's now six months pregnant. Uh, we start to see some reality warping because she sets up a mobile with uh, some butterflies and the butterflies come to life. And she throws out this line that says, did I do that? I didn't mean to which may kind of allude to the fact that these beings that are growing within her might have a little bit of magic to them, to them themselves. Uh, Vision thinks that the baby's coming in three days. More shenanigans. Vision, come, they're downstairs talking. Vision, looks like he's starting to piece it together. He mentions the dinner with the hearts. He talks about the situation with Herb. And when he says, I think something may be wrong here, we see a brief pause. And Wanda reset his ass. And they do the scene <laughs> over. And this time, he kind of says exactly what she wants to hear. And everything's fine. Her water breaks. Vision goes to get the uh, doctor. While he's gone, Geraldine, who is our Monica Rambeau, shows up. She's telling her a story. She's telling Wanda a story about uh, her temp job while trying to get a bucket. Because when Wanda's water broke, Apparently, pipes burst all over the neighborhood and town. Wanda now needs Geraldine to stay in the house because the stork that was painted on the wall in the nursery has come to life. Wanda's trying to make it disappear in little puffs of smoke, but it will not go away. And Geraldine discovers that she's pregnant, but doesn't see the stork. She helps Wanda deliver uh, the first baby, who is Tommy. Vision comes, runs back with the doctor. And then that's when the second baby is born, who's William or Billy. Vision walks the doctor out so the doctor can go on his vacation. But the doctor says he doesn't think he's going to be able to get away. Small town, hard to escape. 
those are his exact words. He, the, he being Vision, looks across the yard. Now Agnes is talking to Herb, who's still at the exact same wall. He's trying to figure out like what's going on. Herb looks like he wants to tell them kind of like what's going on. Like, uh, but then Agnes asks, is Geraldine in the house, right? So Agnes starts to throw some doubts towards Vision's way by saying, hey, you know, she's new to town. She doesn't have a home, no husband. Vision's like, like talking about is 2020, not really. You don't have to be married. Like that's real sexist. He didn't really say that, but he was probably thinking it. Herb wants to tell him what's going on, but Agnes stops it by literally saying, stop it, similar to his heart in the first episode. Inside, Geraldine's talking to Wanda. They have a brief conversation where Wanda tells him a little bit about her being a twin, which goes a little something like this. I'm a twin. I had a brother. His name was he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? Wanda tells her she, she was a twin. She had a brother named Pietro. And unfortunately, that's when the laugh track stops. We start seeing the more somber music come in. And then Geraldine, in a moment where I really felt afraid for her being, was like, he got killed by Ultron, right? And then that's when shit really hit the fan. Uh, Wanda wasn't going for it and literally booted her ass out of the entire pocket reality where uh, Vision comes in the house. He asks where she is. She says he had, she had to rush home. And the episode ends with her landing in front of what we assume is the sword uh, base in the grass. And they're coming to check on her. And that was our episode three. So. Around the horn, what are some of you all's thoughts on uh, episode three? B, I'll go to you first. Oh, man. Where do I start? Dude. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you when I saw. So I think in episode three, we got to see three different reality warping beings react, uh, warp reality. Right. So we got to see Wanda when she reset vision and then the other shenanigans that she did. Then with the butterflies. And I also think when she was given labor, uh, all the other stuff that was going on around her, I think that was Wiccan, obviously in the stomach, coming out, getting ready. And then we also got to see, to me, I think the storks uh, was, a, you know, she she's usually in control. Whenever she waves those fingers, she usually get, do whatever she wanna do, right? Um, that stork did not go away and the, poof the the smoke cloud was uh, red it was that but it wasn't just it was that mephisto color red so yeah. i think we had both i think that stork was sent because we didn't see her we didn't see anything where it's to like something glitched and she that stork just all of a sudden came alive to me the stork just popped up like hey you know you know why i'm here you, you know deliver babies take baby whatever uh uh, so I think on that on that front, that was one of the biggest things that I got from it, uh, that we got to see three different reality warpers present in one episode. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point. And it also kind of gives a hint because if you think about the first two episodes, you think Wanda seems to have like the ultimate power to this point. But now we're seeing something where she couldn't do what she wanted 
which makes you think, is there, you know, someone else is maybe limiting some of her powers to an extent. So mm -hmm. uh, also mm -hmm. real quick. Um, it also uh, confirmed and uh, an idea that I had before watching episodes one and two or a theory that this is how we'll get vision back into the MCU. Um, when she expels um, Monica Rambeau out of her pocket universe, Monica didn't change as far as right. the things that were warped or warped, the things that warped her in that reality did not change. And I think they did that on purpose because if she was expelled, she should have came out, you know, if nothing was going to stick, she should have came out the way she went in, right? Pause. Is that a pause? I don't know if that's a pause. <laughs> wow. She should have I mean, came out the way she went in. No, it's not a pause. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not a pause. Anyway. No. Oh, okay, thank you, John. Appreciate <laughs> that, brother. <laughs> uh, so that that tells me that uh, that you know what happens in that reality as far as people being warped or things being warped are gonna stick. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not their personalities once they leave that reality, because like all the people that's probably stuck in there in Westview, they'll probably snap back, but they'll be you know in whatever type of uh. Uh, warped uh, thing that they have going on. So that's that. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. The money. Rico, what you think? Um. Overall, I thought it was. I thought it was a really good episode. Um. I I like the build up that we're seeing to finally realize like what's going on on the outside of you know this reality that Wanda is essentially making. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I like overall from like the f episodes one, two, and three is that in each episode, it's not just the typical make something float here, make something, you know, teleport over there or transport this. Like, no, like we actually get to see like reality warping you know and like that's that's so good because i it, i think it 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 justifies the fact that you know like wanda's fucking broken <laughs> um so that's it's a really good thing to see and then like b said i like the fact that there are now multiple war uh you know reality warpers at hand you know at first it was just you know one and two wanda doing her thing and then we had the we had the thought process thinking that when the butterflies you know uh when the butterflies came to life that we were thinking it was one of the twins who did it um so that could be warper number two and then with the stork not disappearing you know it's not the kids doing it at this point and wanda can't get rid of it so poof there's warper number three um so overall i think it was i think it was really good God, I just need her to ruin my life, pregnant or not. I don't care. Oh, all right. All right. John, John, what do you think of the episode? God damn. God damn. Shit. Rico, that was a strong-ass statement for how to ruin your life. I ain't going to front of... Ah, you, you got it. You got it. It's your world. I thought it was a very good episode. It pretty much confirmed what I was thinking prior to this episode, which is we were gonna get both children to come out this early, which means we're gonna have a nice few episodes coming up, you know, into the 
leading into the next week. So, um, if you can hear my kid in the background, <laughs> I did. You can you can hear my son in the background. You won't hear him. You, you won't hear him in a minute because I'm about to go beat his life away. Don't so do it. Keep it down. Don't but once he, he's lucky. Um, that you said that because I got something real for your ass in these hands. Yeah, but I thought it was a very good episode. Um, we started to tie a lot of things together, piece some 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 uh, some of the things that we were thinking, uh, piece them together. Uh, like I said, we, it, you, you guys already stressed like when you know it came down to vision, pretty much putting it together, and um, watching everything glitch right in front of them. Um, I hope, hopefully, I we, you know we get to see in the next episode that Vision actually realized like, hey, right, this shit ain't real. What's going on? And he finds out that he got his shit split, and we see Wanda really take a turn, and uh, we see the pocket universe really fuck up. So that's what I'm hoping that happens. But it was a very good episode. I did enjoy it. So let's go through some different Easter eggs we might have saw some little insights we picked up. Just so you all know, we're not going to get everything, okay? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. For some of y'all, it's like, oh, I can't believe. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're going to miss some stuff. Yeah, we, 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 we just, it's just, a, it's so much. And this Easter egg's coming out from previous episodes mm-hmm. this week, you know, so, yeah. but yeah. And one of those such things, so my first question would be. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get into Easter eggs, uh, another big thing that we I I, want to point out that a lot of people aren't pointing out is we literally just witnessed the birth of mutants. Literally, just we witnessed that. That's a big thing that's just going over everybody's head. Wicked and Speed are mutants. Uh, So technically, I mean, even if they you know retroactively say both uh, Quicksilver and Wanda were vision uh, mutants this whole time. Uh, since the rights have, you know, gone back over to Marvel, technically we've just witnessed the the birth of mutants in the MCU. But go ahead with the Easter mm-hmm. egg. I just want to make sure we point that out. No, that's I, legit. Go ahead, Rick. I do have a question about that. Um, so the 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 babies that were born, um, her her children, we have one that has Wanda's uh, powers, and we have one that has. Pietro's power, which is speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and right. he was the first one born too. Uh, why his name is Spe- Speed? Ir- right? Ironically, yeah. Tommy, Tommy's the first. Tommy, one. yeah. Tommy was born first because he's speed. So he's like, I'm getting up out of here. I'm quicker than you. You have to move faster than that. Tommy was born first because of his abilities that he gets from uh, the same abilities he got from his uncle. And then uh, uh, wake him, he'll come later with the abilities that he gets from his mom. Quick fun fact, instead of red uh, energy aura stuff that she does, his is blue. But go ahead. Okay. So, like, my, my question to go behind it is that, like, if Vision and Wanda are the parents... And no, I'm not leading up to any like, what are you doing, step bro type shit. Like, yes, you how are. is it? Yes, you are. Yes, no, you like are. my, I sort of got him. <laughs> hey, you but check out like, the incest it? section on porn. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, they don't call it that. They call it taboo. They call it taboo. <laughs> <laughs> you check out. 
They call it taboo. Okay, all right. So, I was just wondering, like, how is it that one, you know, one of the babies gets Wanda's powers, and then the other one comes out with Pietro's, you know, speed? Um, I mean, there was no actual physical like pound town going on. She just she made herself pregnant with Tim. That's why they pointed out the fact. They pointed out she wanted to, I'm sorry, they made it so she pointed out the fact that she had twins. So you could tell it was heavy on her mind. So that's probably yeah. what I was thinking. But, but also I would say, you know, sometimes it's just genetics something like a family thing, right? Like, like why yeah, is it that, I mean, when you, do you know, some parents have, yeah, okay, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I swear I was not trying to take it there, bro. <laughs> he definitely did. This is uh, Rico's fault. Uh, uh, these are not the views of Rico. I'm sorry, LB. Go ahead, continue with your. <laughs> now I'm, I'm done. No, fuck y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get into some of these Easter eggs, right? Uh, right? Right away with the opening song, because I did. Watch it again uh, last night. I realized that the lyrics are, "We're cooking up, we're cooking up something, and it's going to be good." We got cooking, and it's looking good. It's like cooking, like a bun in the oven, that kind of stuff. So even the lyrics were hinting to, "Hey, like it's some kids coming," and then right. there actually was a line that says, "One plus one is more than two. <laughs> So that you know, like, oh, if you weren't familiar with the comic book lore, like, it's more than one kid coming. Um, mm-hmm. Where does Agnes live? Because in episode one, she tells Wanda, I'm your neighbor to the right, not your right, my right, which would have been the mm-hmm. house that when you walk out of their door will be on the left. But in this episode, we saw that Herb lives there. And if you paid attention, there was no house on the other side of them. Sort of. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just wanted to point that out. Like, she doesn't live. Like, she does not live over there. So, what the fuck do she be popping up from? <laughs> I think she's literally the same as far as where she lives as the person she was trying to snitch on, which is Monica Rambeau. She doesn't have anywhere to live, and you know, I think her. She's. Just like Monica was, she's out of place in that reality. But she doesn't want Wanda to get the attention of her being out of place. So I think she actually doesn't live anywhere. She's just there. She's a recruit of, again, we're all on the assumption that it's Mephisto. But it could be the Grim Reaper. We did see Easter eggs of that. It could be somebody else. However, I think she's the plant. So I, I don't think she lives anywhere. I think that's a good point when you think about we know that Monica didn't have a home and she's not from the like an actual resident of that town and mm-hmm. like she doesn't have a home which means that maybe those were the two people who are not really supposed to be there, right? right. Um, so we saw a commercial this week where mm-hmm. the commercials this week was called for Hydra Soak not soap, mm-hmm. soak uh, and it say, you know, I think the tagline was, when you want to get away without going anywhere, unlock the goddess within. 
So, mm-hmm. and you know, it had the Hydra logo and everything in that effect. So we were watching a different recap video the other day that referenced an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, which I, I did watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and there was a storyline where Hydra has set up this like, uh, almost like a matrix. They call it the framework. But in there, Coulson had found out because, spoiler alert, according to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Phil Coulson didn't die when Loki stabbed his ass up in the first Avengers. Fury brought him back using mm. some uh, Kree alien technology. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually pretty good. I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But in there, he talks about there being some rumors that Hydra was brainwashing people and using this, uh, putting people in like these pods and like, you know, covering their bodies up with some kind of like liquid from some alien source that was kind of like giving them powers and brainwashing them to do like Hydra shit. So could this be something like a, a hint mm-hmm. to like that kind of connection where maybe that's a similar process to because all we know is that Loki's staff had the mind stone. Somehow they used the powers to unlock the abilities within Pietro and Wanda, but we didn't actually see what they did to them. So could this be kind of hinting at some of the experiments that they actually ran on them to unlock the, you know, abilities mm. in each of them? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Could be. Well, it could I think be just some re- it could be just some regular soap, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, ain't no regular soap. I, I right. just might just want to get this bag. You feel me? Trying to get around, <laughs> trying to be oh, out wow. here like Dove and motherfucking. Dial, you know what I'm saying? Unlock the goddess within yourself. Boy, you don't start <laughs> like, I, I think every coach. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think that soap, you know, how they, they laid it out and how they had the little kids being bad as hell. Uh, and then they look, she looks at the camera by she, I mean, the actress in that, that, that commercial. Uh, a person asking her, hey, want to get away and this, that, and the third, and da 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 I think it was just one of those underlinings of it representing, you know, that she's not in full control of this. And her getting away wasn't strictly her choice. The, I mean, it was her choice, but the, the opportunity was presented to her. Uh, so now she's in this tub, bubble bath, no kids, and she's getting to be able to relax the way that she wants to relax. I think that was just a, I think this commercial was just that. I don't, I still don't know what the Hydra part of it came from, uh, but you know. Okay. So do we believe that many of the characters are starting to be aware of the situation but maybe they've been scared into just playing their part because the doctor seemed to hint that, like, you know, I couldn't go anywhere if I wanted to. And Herb clearly knew something's going on, but, you know, Agnes, you know, pretty much pumped his ass out where you wouldn't say nothing. Like, are we starting to see people now being like, all right, well, this is just what's happening, but we can't act on it. I think you are correct. Um, just like much in the House of M, how it took people to actually took took Logan and Luke Cage to really 
uh, sell it to people that, yeah, this is, even though you, you're in this reality, yes, you see everything, but now, um, you know, let me unlock you in, in the, in the sense of how the little girl did, you know, and I think the, the little burst of magic that, you know, disrupts everything could possibly have unlocked them to a certain degree where they can actually say, okay, this shit ain't real. Um, Cause like I said, mo- many people, you know, some of the people could, you know, not be resonant, um, fucking be dead. Uh, just no telling. So I think they are aware now and Agnes, 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 Agnes um, is trying to, uh, to keep their ass in check. Like, hey, look, I don't need you to say shit. I need you to get right back into line where, you know, uh, it, it works out for us. So I, I think I think you're on the money on that one. Um, I was originally thinking maybe uh, as uh, Vision called him, Sherbert, uh, which is still the funniest, so far still the best scene of the show is <laughs> Drunk Vision. Uh, at first I was thinking, what if Herb, his name's Herbert, whatever, uh, what if he is the Grim Reaper? That's what I was thinking. Mm. What if he's in that pocket, re- pocket universe as the Grim Reaper? Why is he just the one that's starting to say something? And then I was like, well, did he glitch out or did he act like he was glitched out when he started sawing the, the fucking cinder blocks down? Because I was like, he didn't glitch out like how everybody else did per se. And yeah. then he started talking about like, you know, he started talking to and like it was he specifically was talking to Agatha, Agnes, whatever. Uh, he was talking to her. Why was he specifically talking to her and not anyone else who might might have thought that they were being controlled or or something like that? And then I was like, well, what if he's the one that's supposed to bring death or not death, but he's the one supposed to deliver the children to Mephisto or something like that? I don't know. That's what I that's just a, a theory that I got. And maybe he's the reason why he's out of place in asking the question is because maybe he's a part of it as well. Could be, but or it could be, as you said, um, people are starting to wake up, basically. You know, okay. like like John said, Wolverine and uh, uh, Luke start waking people up. Maybe he's just starting to wake up. Maybe Ag- Agnes is really just starting to wake up. Maybe she went there to help. I don't know. But for some reason, I just didn't, I was like, why is he talking to Agnes and he's aware of what's going on and you know so no that's legit rico what you think um i i I don't know i mean like i'm on the there's so many different ways that this can go about um one of the things that popped up to my head you know upon you asking this question is like what if you know all like the 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 ones who necessarily like they, the ones who glitched out but didn't glitch out at the same time, like, what if those are all sword agents or some shit like that? You know, like, what if all of them are being put in there to, like, help uh, to help Wanda realize, like, yo, this is all a trap? Or what if all of it, uh, what if all of this, you know, the people who didn't glitch out are not part of Wanda's 
reality because they were all input in there by Mephisto's doing. Mm. You know, what if they're trying, you know, there, there's so many, there's so many different things that, that could have happened. So like, I'm on the fence with like either, or it could either be swords doing, or it can either be, uh, uh, Mephisto's doing, or it could just be Wanda just straight up, just fucking going crazy at this point. Like there's, there's so many different avenues that you can kind of, that you can take with this. No, that's legit. Um, before we get into episode four predictions, does anyone have anything else they want to add on for episode three? Um, uh, real quick, uh, I think the 2800 is that numbers. I think that's their, you know how uh, Marvel does. Uh, they're from different uh, Earths. Earths, I'm sorry. There you go. I think that 2800 represents a different Earth. Or how you know Marvel numbers different being from different Earths or realities or whatever, what have you. Uh, I think that's what that representation is going to end up being. Uh, that's one, and then two. I think uh, the reason I think that is because of the aspect, the aspect ratio changing. When she got zap poofed the fuck out, it was like yeah. okay, so different place main mcu different place main mcu which what they did in the comics at first how sam was a part of the main mcu and then they ended up saying it actually took place on a different earth so i think that's what they're doing when it comes to that that 2800 because we lb every time we see it we look at each other like what the why they keep showing us this 2800 i think it's just Mm -hmm. a representation of a different earth reality that they wanted to number it 2800 and that uh monica getting kicked out and the aspect ratio changing uh, kind of solidified it for me. No, I think that's legit. Um, and just to tie back something from our, our review last week, I think we may have figured out what the August 23rd meant. We talked about this uh, offline between uh, B and John, but uh, there have been 23 MCU, MCU movies out before WandaVision premiered. Mm-hmm. So if you think about in uh, Endgame, when Stark's talking and making a recording for Pepper, he says, this is day 21, and then he corrects himself 22 because Endgame was a 22nd film. Far From Home would have been 23, hence them circling number 23 on the calendar because that's the last you know, number of movies before now we started this new phase. So, mm-hmm. okay. Other thoughts on the episode before we get into predictions? Um, I like how the whole house was the complete opposite from the Brady Brunch layout. I thought that was actually pretty entertaining because it was like, oh yeah, you can start off with like Brady Bunch, you would expect like the similar layout, and it was just completely ass backwards from each other. And that's, mm-hmm. It actually wasn't even me who pointed that out; it was OG who pointed that out. So definitely <laughs> shout out to her for that. Yeah, I, I, I think they're gonna start showing more of their powers now because fucking vision, fucking just super speed. What we were talking about that when we were watching, like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, Yo, folks, ass made like 52 burgers in two minutes. Fam mm-hmm. does not have super speed though, he can fly and phase and all this other shit, yeah, but he can't yeah. run fast. So, where the fuck did that come from? So if you know 
Yeah, I think. Go ahead, Jay. Finish up. No, no, no. My thought was done. My thought was done. Oh no, I was gonna say real quick before I get in my my episode four predictions. Uh, they did a shout out to uh, uh, Jeremy uh, uh, Zimser. Is that how you pronounce it? Sensor. Uh, he, huh? Sensor. Uh, yes, they gave a shout out to him. He's the storyboard artist for One Division. He's also gonna be a storyboard artist for uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and I believe. Uh, she-Hulk, um, his name was on the paint, the, the paint cans uh, in the nursery when the, 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 the paint brushes were dipping in and out. So I think yeah. that was just a little nod to him uh, uh, and his work. Um, as far as episode four, I'm gonna piggyback off of Ja. I think we're gonna get it more into the powers and stuff like that. Um, and where they come from, how they get got them, more uh, display of the powers. Uh, Cause again, I keep saying like, Episode four has got to be, if this was Brady Bunch, then the next one's got to be like Family Ties and whatever else from that era, uh, sitcoms that they're going to add in there. So Family Ties, so that means, you know, basically the twins, Vision and Wanda. Uh, and John, real quick, I think Vision has those powers because, um, I, again, Jer- uh, what's his, what's, is it Paul Buttney? Is that his name? Is that his real oh, name? Paul Bettany. Bettany, mm-hmm. uh, he did an interview uh, with, I forget, forget whichever night show it was. He was saying that he got called in the office by Kevin Feige and he thought he was getting fired. He thought it was over, <laughs> no more vision. And uh, he walked in and he was like, okay, just want to say before we get, before you say anything, I just want to thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for being, being mm-hmm. the voice uh, for Tony Stark and then coming into the MCU being vision. Great, thank you, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, he said, Kevin Feige was like, uh, no, I'm not firing you. I just want to run some ideas by you. Um, so in Endgame, or the in, there was supposed to be a post-credit Endgame uh, scene uh, where he, his body, the same lifeless body was in some type of facility and Wanda breaks in and, st- and takes that, that uh, his body basically like that. So I think to piggyback off what you were saying, how the fuck does Vision have speed now? I think to sup- supplement, I mean, well, we saw the trailer. She was kind of like messing with something that looked like the Mind Stone. Maybe she recreated it in, in a way where she gave it its own powers and it's not per se the Mind Stone's powers. Um, but I think she that she put that body in that reality and to supplement the Mind Stone, she gave it some different types of powers that she wanted to give it. And that's how he ended up with uh, Pietro's uh, speed abilities, which, you know, even though they didn't, well, technically they did because she turned off the turn off the lights, um, <laughs> turned off the lights in bed in uh, episode two, uh, and I guess and that's how they explain how uh, the the twin got passed down with the uh, the speed ability. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, so what I think might happen. What I would like to see happen in episode four. Might be a little bit of contradiction the most. I actually don't want to see Wanda or Vision next episode. I would like to do an <clears> outside <throat> the bubble episode. Like ah. one episode in Sword. Okay. Because I feel like I think the first three episodes while we see stuff is happening I think they pretty much made it very clear that you're not going to get the answers from inside the bubble. Right? Mm-hmm. As the audience. 
right? Like we know stuff's going on, but people in the town are either too freaked out or whatever to like say what's happening. So I feel like that exposition will probably come in like an external episode where we actually finally see Randall Park's character being uh, a- Agent Wu, uh, Darcy from the Thor movies, who's supposed to be in this episode, I mean, in the show, Monica kind of telling like what she saw on the inside, them explaining like how it's impacting the outside. And, you know, I think that's where we start to get more of a clearer picture. At least that's what I think might happen. But obviously if they go inside the bubble and just start seeing more stuff with the kids, like it'll still be entertaining. But I do want to know like what's going on with S.W.O.R.D. outside. Like how did they know to come here? You know, how are they monitoring? Like how, like, you know, how you picking up these frequencies, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) I think you're spot on uh, with that. Uh, But I think you're maybe like uh, two episodes early. I think they're going to do it after they get all of this whole 80 sitcom, 90 sitcom, 2000, once they get that out of the way, and then it finally catches up to current time, which would probably be like seven or eight or some shit like that. And then mm-hmm. it's just going to be an episode where we won't see Wanda or Vision, and it's just explaining what you just said. I think, I think you're spot on. I think we actually are going to see that. Okay. All right. Man, it, it's a really good ass show. I'm really <laughs> enjoying it. Um, our fourth brother <laughs> just left Bernie in his place. He, just, he left Bernie with us real quick. He said, Bernie ain't hold us down for me. <laughs> he did. He went, he went to go choke his yeah. kid. We won't be honest no. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything all right, man? Yeah, man. You know, I felt, I felt the urge for snacks. We couldn't get none. And then cookies is my son's. I was going to fucking cook these up. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I got, y'all got uh, the predictions. I believe, like I said, we, I, I, I'm with you on that one. It'll be, uh, that would be, uh, dope to see them go outside the bubble and at least introduce more characters and, 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 uh, and, uh, stir up the pot a little bit of what's going on. Um, give us a little bit of insight. Um, what also just popped into my brain is what if they give us a little aged up twins, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Now they're like, because if we're talking about going into like another series of of what's going on, they might be, we might get like five, six year old speed wicking, you know, um, discovering their powers and stuff like that. So, um, it I I I would like to see that as well, but you know, only time will tell to Friday. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh man. I think there was something else that I wanted mm-hmm. to point out, but I can't Foam remember. This <laughs> nigga. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what the hell it was. I know it was like an Easter egg or something like that, but I I, I can't remember what it was. Oh, good. If you remember, just you know, let us know. Um, <clears throat> it'll be some some hard ass post editing, but you know, we'll we'll throw it in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> So this next segment is going to be debut, it making its debut. You know, John John's been having his life really occupied, not by really? his, you know, impending new child or family or career, Sorry. by a video game that he something more important. Like he, you know he be, I mean? he, Wow! Damn it, John John! 
You know what? It was, oh my god! Wow! <laughs> oh shit! Wow! Let's <laughs> say something. This is how this. Oh, this I remember oh, before you get into it. Sorry, right. before you get into it, so that mm-hmm. we ain't gotta do no post editing. Uh, to cap off the Wandavision thing, they mentioned for the first time probably since probably what six seven years now since Age of Ultron came out. They mentioned Ultron and they mentioned Pedro. Oh yeah, yeah. Since the Age of Ultron. They haven't said those names since that movie and in the story, nowhere near and none of that. They finally mentioned it. Look up. Mm-hmm. John's made it sound, this is, this clip that I'm going to play right now essentially sums up how I feel about John when he talks about this damn game. <laughs> I am sick of hearing these bullshit Superman stories about the Wasa legendary Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth. <laughs> Catches bullets with his teeth? Nigga, please. That's 100% how I feel like. It can't be that damn good. But he's about to tell it to us. Oh, man. Let me throw it to our gracious narrator who still comes back despite the disrespect and bring it in. He doesn't live in the real world. Save your important conversations for someone who cares. John John is here to give you this gamer life. It's time for Put Me Back In. All right, the debut of Put Me Back In, where John plugs in down there like Neo from The Matrix to tell us about the newest video games he's really sucked into. Mm-hmm. John, tell Pause. us about ghosts. Time to jack me in. Pause. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to this segment. Drag me in. (laughs) Well, we're going to discuss the last exclusive of the PS4. The Ghost of Tsushima. Just going to go a little bit more in depth with the game. Uh, Once again, if you're not familiar with it, it does take place in 13th century uh, Japan. Um, the game itself is really good. So the storyline is you start off in the battlefield. Uh, your character is uh, Jin. He is your main character. He's, they're all waiting at the battlefield in, um, and, the, and who is it? The, the Mongols. I'm sorry. The Mongols is the, the invading enemy. And uh, right then, there you get right into the shit. Um, from there, you get your ass kicked, and from that point, you survive some way, somehow, with the help of uh, a later character that will be revealed in the game. Um, and from there, you embark on your journey of of, of honor, um, dishonor. Uh, you pretty much uh, watch your character unfold in a way. Um, that is unlike him or unlike how his uncle wants him to be. And um, that that itself was enough to, to sell me because the storyline was really, really good. Uh, going into the gameplay, um, a very good katana-based open-world game uh, where the combat is, is, of course, the main focus of the game. It's very well laid out. Um, of course, there's some you know, you got some things that, you know, people may or may not like about it, but the one thing I liked about it is it 
it even though it took time to to kind of get better at it uh because perfecting it is a motherfucker um it took time taking time to get good at it was the best part about the combat system uh because parrying is the main thing that you're going to have to get good at uh the parrying system is is okay it's 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 in in, in my in my opinion there are some times where I'm ass at it and I'm getting my shit clapped. But uh, the parrying system and the stances that you get and that you gain uh, throughout the game are really, really good. Um, and those stances help you defeat whatever enemy that you need at that point in time uh, to help you break through the defense and kill them. So uh, that's really a, a, a good aspect about the game that I liked as well as uh you you gain these uh ghost abilities or stealth abilities so that goes along with that the stealth abilities in my opinion were okay uh am i am i a fan of them not too much i'm more of a right in your face type of person and that is displayed in the game as well you where you do standoffs and those standoffs gives you the ability to kind of one-hit your opponent. And as you upgrade your character, you'll be able to do more sequences in those standoffs where you'll kill more enemies without having to actually engage in battle. So that's a really good thing as well. And um, with the ghost abilities, uh, like I said, they're, they're more... Um, they're more stealth based. So you got um, you got the ability to just pretty much assassinate one person or you can assassinate two or three people at once. Um, it's one of those prompts so that you can hit this button and or hit this button and you can chain assassinate multiple people. Um, you get a fucking blow gun, a blow dart where you can either genjutsu or fucking in phase somebody, you know what I mean? You can either kill them with poison um, or you can pretty much make them hallucinate to fight each other. You get a bow and arrow that has fucking explosive ammo or regular ammo. You get two types of bows, I should say. You get a half bow and you get a long bow. The long bow, of course, does more damage, has more range. The short bow has a quicker draw. Um, and all of those, all of those, uh, those, those type of weapons are actually easy and accessible to use uh, within you know trigger finger movement so it's not too hard where you have to fucking pause or do any uh, kind of other shit just to get to your weapon so they're they're, they're they, they made it so that you can just a couple uh, i think the left trigger some shit like that and then you can kind of equip whatever you need same thing with the stances you can quick equip anyone that you need on the fly so that's a really good thing about that um they have a gang of fucking side quest and mythic quest which are like many many stories within themselves the mythic quests are, are pretty much quest to gain different armors and the different armors grant you different perks or their different attacks which help you out along the way and those are like a fucking super attack or whatever like that or the armor is made for the bows or the armor gives you um uh, uh additional standoff kills or whatever like that so 
um, the the side quests really help move the help not really move the game along, but help keep you entertained and keep you within the game because there's always something to do. Uh, there are like what do you call those? Uh, I, I, I'm I'm always tempted to say they're like not not many quests, but they're like small little things that you have to do in, in the game to help you level up a particular attribute of the character. So there, there are little foxes that you can find and they'll guide you to these shrines and you, those shrines help increase the charm, the talisman that you have, or they can increase uh, something else. I can't remember what it is, but uh, then you have these little birds that you can follow. They lead you to different uh, actions or um, uh, things that you can find in the open world. Um, you got that. There, uh, there is also a uh, man brain farting right now. I need those snacks in my life, man. Those cookies. It's all good. Well, been, I've, been, I've been dropping a lot man. of uh, karate chop and kumite drops in while you was talking this whole That's all bad, man. Those are those are double stuffed cookies too, man. I'm thinking about. It. <laughs> hey, boy, you better you better treat your son like. King Titan and SpongeBob. This is so good. I'll eat it a second time. <laughs> oh, wait. oh wait, wait. I got this just for B, by the way. Silence. Silence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Silence. Huh? <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, Keep back, going. back now, back to the review. So the game, the game itself is a really good, is a really good look. No matter what. What TV you play it on, it still looks good. Um, sunsets, the fucking layout of the grass, uh, your 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 yeah, fucking sunsets, like everything about the the the, the looks of the game look really really look really really good. They even paid homage to Spider Man. Did they? The little grappling hook, dog. Get to swing oh. around and, and jump all over the place. Yeah, those that's that's something that I was I was still like fucked up about. I'm like you jumping off a fucking cliff and you throwing a grappling hook. How are you keeping? You know what? That's this is game though. It's a game though. There's some things <laughs> that I have questions and some actions that that happen in the game. It's just crazy. But once again, the story behind it is really good because you go from being this honorable samurai to growing a legend of the ghost, which you go against, you have to kind of break your code of the samurai with this. They pretty much never, they don't kill anybody behind their back. They, they, they bring the smoke to your face. So, and with going into the ghost mode, you can, you kind of go against that, that grain. So in, in the early parts of the game, you rescue your uncle, but at the same time, the, um, the con, he's pretty much telling your uncle why he's in captivity. Like, hey, your nephew has been busy and it's been some bullshit. So, fuck, you know what I mean? Just go ahead, surrender. He, you know, and you, your legend grows that way. And just to kind of sell it some more, um, do not killing this motherfucker. It's fucking amazing. Like. For me, it was after you kill your secrets of enemies. 
when you sheath your blade, it's it's everything to me. So he literally whips like the blade. So you see the blood fall off of it and shit. He just he sheaths it back and it, it looks it's fucking badass. <laughs> fucking son of a bitch, I was in after that. So and <laughs> and then the game gives you different choices. And you got and you and it's like you're expecting this game to 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 be so uh to be one of those type of uh have those type of stories where you know you don't see certain people die. Yeah, they kill a lot of people. Like you would not want to see die. And it, it kind of hurt a little bit, you know, if you plan the stories like damn, just fucking whack my man, like Spoiler alert! Even the horse dies. Like that's what damn, that, that hurt. That, that damn! Hurt. Did you have to tell us that, motherfucker? Yeah, I did. <laughs> damn! <laughs> they out here turning his ass in the state. All right, you know what? Your review is over with. It's just that a review, hurt. not a guy. That right. Hurt. That hurt, bro. That, you that said did, they killed just, the horse, and all yeah. I heard was sad Naruto flutes in the background. <laughs> listen, you can listen. Coming from B, when we play Division, he shoots dogs. Like I don't understand. Where this is coming from, but, <laughs> but in, there's a difference. Hold on, All right? There's a difference. You said this horse, like you have an attachment to this horse, right? You do have an attachment to the horse. What attachment do you have to these dogs in uh, the video? Hey man, they just trying fuck to them dogs. Eat, eat and mind their own business. But First you smoke. I'm them. shooting but- dogs in a post-apocalyptic era, which means I'm providing food for the people who are waiting on me to come back. I don't want to get racist on what you just said about killing bro, dogs. Bro, bro, bro. I don't know where your mind went. I said post-apocalyptic world, so you got to eat what you got to eat. I'm, I'm not some of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to eat some of that thick. You see what Bernie doing behind me? Look at him. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> to, to give the game a little bit of a little bit of credibility, like I, I, I. It's like even like so you get you got your bandits and whoever else the Mongols they'll come up on horses. Speaking of horses, look at Bernie. <laughs> that is a whale. For the people who can't see it, it is who's it? Angela Bass's uh backside. Yeah. It's some rump on it, and Bernie's looking directly into it. He might get lost <sighs> in it. But the game it allows you to it, it gives you like a little hunt hunting type of feel because you got pigs you got bears you can actually see the fucking enemies get beat by the bears and all that shit not the actual football team the bears they can't beat they meet but they're actual little black bears in this game wow and yes you can see that remember the The game uh, also the scene and coming to America when he's in the barbershop and he, the old man look up and say, he ain't lying. That was me when you said bears can't beat they meet. He ain't lying. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima also gives you gives you a walk into, like I said, the 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 aspect, the realm of the, the samurai. Also, they take you to the realm of the Ronin and they give you a nice cool armor for being ghost, telling your legend and stuff like that toward the end of the game. So it's really, really good. They give you good cosmetics for your swords, sheaths, for your armor, and for your bow. Overall, it's a really good game. I think it's worth the money to invest or to buy. The longevity is really good because it will keep you entertained if you don't sit in front of it like I did for multiple hours at a time. 
it will give you some type of sense of enjoyment as far as the combat, learning how to parry and dodge at the right time because there's no kind of lock system to this. It's all you have to turn and face your, face your opponent and you can get multiple opponents with multiple weapons that do multiple things. So that what that's what makes the, the stance system so good and the switch between them so key. So it kind of sounds like the stance system to go behind it is like reminiscence to uh, Assassin's Creed. Yes, in a sense. Okay. So, but that's what makes it, it it's something new if you haven't played anything like that where you have to on the fly change your stance to suit the combat that, that you're going against, uh, whether it be the spears or swordsmen or the shield guys. And you also have brutes. So you have a stance to, to counteract either one of those threats. As well as your ghost weapons and abilities that you can get and you can upgrade and, and, and unlock throughout the game by also doing your side quests, defeating enemies and such. So you get that perk leveled up as well. And your armor also plays a big role into it as well as the talisman that you can gain from doing. Sorry. I don't like, I don't like LB. The talisman that you, it's cool. <laughs> the, the talisman that you get from uh, accomplishing these, these uh, hikes up these, these, to these shrines and stuff like that. So. If I had to give it a grade, okay. My grading system, I, I give it a nine. You know, I don't, I don't give it a, a solid ten. I give it a nine. Um, of course, it has some some things that you, you know, I, I didn't like. Like I said, the the whole grappling hook thing was a little too much for me. Um, now I'm out here like Spider Man for real. But do you um, need help I too? Give it, Wow, he did need help a lot of times. He was getting fired. <laughs> he needed help bad, badly. Science. But, you know, Science. we ain't going to bust Spider Man's balls too bad. Science. But I. <laughs> but, yes. but overall, I give it a nine out of 10. Um, and then, whoever's listening, hit, hit the, 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 the Twitter. Hit yes, the Twitter. Hit the Twitter. Yes. Hit the Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Let me know how you feel about the game or if you have any recommendations for video games. Uh, unfortunately, I'm only on the PS4 um, because, Loser. you know, every, every <laughs> I can steal I can steal my son's Xbox, but I don't want to be that guy. I want to get my own. But if there any, you got any recommendations on any, any games, Shoot us, shoot it to us, and I'll definitely check them out and I'll throw a review on them, and and we and, and you know we'll we'll we can parlay like that. So, uh, go to Tsushima, good pickup, nine out of ten in my book. Um, and for you anime or anime, or if you if you love uh, Japanese folk tales and stuff like that, I believe Jen is like the physical reputation of. Uh, what would it say? Like the storm or the the battle that went through, or some uh, storm that went through that some some type of some type of way. That's what told me. But I digress. It's a good game. Nine out of ten. Fuck with it. Sixty dollars. Uh, it was on sale once upon a time. If you didn't get it that time, then you know you just missed out on it. But yes, the ghost. So of Tsushima. 
so you say uh, you're only on the four, which is a tragedy. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. No, which is uh, it, it's definitely a tragedy because uh, it is. It is. Uh, we had you a, still in the last gym, my nigga. That's crazy. Hey, call right. your beard. <laughs> you, still right. in the last generation, my nigga. Hey, let's jump him. Right. <laughs> so it, it brings up a conversation that uh that we had earlier in the week. We saw a we saw an article posted in a group chat of ours, thanks to uh, our good friend Carmichael, uh, who showed us that upon restocking Target damn near immediately sells out because bots are continuously buying all of the new consoles that come in stock. Uh, so it got some conversation flowing between uh, me and John John uh, earlier this week why it kind of pisses us off not only as gamers because we can't get the systems because all of these fucktards are sending uh, uh, bots to buy them but like it also has like price spikes and shit like that for other uh for other products that either Sony or you know Xbox are selling um so it brings me to my question I want to hear your guys opinion on this at this point in time as a gamer is it even worth buying gen 9 consoles yes um before you do that, real quick, John, is Ghost, is it a open world game or is it like open semi-open world? world? It's open. Where it's open a linear world. game. It's open. You can go literally any fucking way on the map, including the water. You can swim. You can fucking, like, you can, you can interact with the animals. Okay. They can either be trash. You can either kill them. You can, you can bow and arrow them. You can do anything. Like, the, the world is open. So... Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. But, okay. But to, but to, yeah, to go to, back to his question. Yes, uh, it is. It, it is worth it. One because most games for the four or for the Xbox, depending on what you're playing, those load times have been changed because of the newer consoles. In that sense, you will want to pick them up. Frame rate is better for the system, for the newer gens. And once we start to get a look into the newer games that are being released, we may see some silly shit like this happen again. Whereas people will just buy them up just to kind of resell them for retarded prices. No, no offense to anybody you know, disabled, but we, we, I, I don't, I don't want to fall into that situation again where people start to hoard a, a gaming console for no apparent fucking reason. Yeah, and I would suggest if you can, if you can't come across it, absolutely invest in one. It's, it's a damn good investment. Whether you play Xbox or you play PlayStation, it's a damn good investment. I would say yeah. yes. To purchasing one at this time, just to secure, well, just to secure it. Well, I would yeah. say uh, it's just off experience. It's it's so much. It's so worth it. It's gaming. 
you're, the advantage you get for gaming at 120 frames per second over other people whose refresh rate is half that, you know what I'm saying? I be, like, you see me, you see me, Rico, like, my K's and COD is just nuts. Yeah, they, they were and wild. nuts. And it's primarily because I'm, I'm either gaming against other PC players or, which is great, that means I'm keeping up with the, you know, the higher end gamers, quote unquote, and right. or the other people who are on console, they're playing it from, you know, their regular Xbox and stuff like that. So that refresh rate, like John said, is is key. Like it is crucial to have that. And then not to mention, like from people who done played the division and who had to fast travel from point A to point B, and that fast travel gets stuck on nine percent, nine percent, nine percent, nine percent again. And your load time is just taking forever. You go make a sandwich, come back, and it's still got about 90, it's at 90%, you know what I'm saying, before you get to your next point. Um, so from the videos that I've seen with the PS5, um, those load times, man, ain't there's no waiting around. You just, boom, point A, point B, you're there. And you're back yeah. in the game. Again, another advantage that you're going to have against gamers. So I would say, for me personally, if you're playing games where you got to interact with other players, then most definitely get the game get the console most definitely if you're going to play games that are online shooters whatever um just so you can make sure you're you have the most advantage that you can possibly have uh, i would say get it It, it's definitely worth it um and it's january my prediction is february march there's going to be so many in stock anyway that whole bot shit and uh hoarding console shit is going to be over with to be honest with you yeah, we're starting to see them roll, roll out a lot yeah. more systems now. Uh, GameStop, mm-hmm. GameStop, is restocked. Um, Walmart, Target, you'll yep. see a lot yep. of these places refresh their stock. Um, even there have even been some cases where I've heard, you know, you you have to go up to the store early enough because they're only moving so many per day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. getting there early would be the will be the the thing to do. Which store is Yeah. It? Hey, man. My local <laughs> Walmart. Oh, yeah. I don't, want local. I don't want you going over any any local shit anymore. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you can't stop what's going to happen, baby. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yes, Rico, definitely, man. It's, it's worth it. Anybody that games seriously, it is worth investing. Like B said, yeah. it it's if you it if you do any, t- it gives you an advantage exactly. And it, mm-hmm. your frame rates, your refresh rates matter because you might be thinking you you whooping somebody's ass in the in a in a gunfight and you get your shit clapped and you like wait a minute, what the fuck just happened? Like all yeah. that matters when you're when you're talking about these online games where you're interacting with other players and stuff like that. So it definitely matters. Yeah. LB, what you think? No, I think they're spot on. It, it's only as pressing as one, your time, your time you have to put into actually playing the game and two, how serious you want to take it, All right? If you're a casual person, you can probably afford to wait till like March or something or some game you like super interested in before you decide to upgrade. But if you're a type of person where you know, let's be honest, there are people who are starting to make a living off of playing video games, like esports is such a growing industry and things of that nature. Uh, 
You got people who, you know, got their Twitch account set up and things like that. You got to stick, stick with the times because that's the stuff people want to hear about. And if you fall behind, then that's your bread, right? So right. I think mm-hmm. it, it depends on your, like, your life setting, but similar to, you know, I think B was 100% right. If you're trying to keep up, especially like open world games and situations where, you know, someone might have the advantage on you and you care about it, then you need the, you need the new shit. Absolutely. And to wrap this up, we're going to talk about a little bit of a few of the new, uh, the newer games that are being released. One of them is being Resident Evil. The new Resident Evil, if you have not heard about it, um, is not based with zombies. What the fuck? Apparently, apparently they're vampires. And if you have not seen the memes going around Facebook where it's like a fucking eight or nine foot fucking vampire waifu bay. <laughs> because apparently, you know, they 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 gave the the vamp the vamp what you call female vampire as well. They gave her big ass titties. And then she she has like this. 70s or 60s look to her, so she has like the big ass hat, bond and brim, stuff like that. So, yeah, that yeah, will they turn be nemesis into a waifu. That is hilarious. Yeah, you get a few waifus in this game. So, apparently, this is set to release May 7th of this year, 2021, um, for most of the consoles, the, the newer gen consoles. So, your, your PS5, which we, you know, is king, but Xbox series. And PC. So, uh, really quickly though, Johnny, on that. Uh, so the picture came from this uh, vampire queen type of thing. Uh, yes. So it comes from the demo that that was released on uh, for the PS5. Right. Uh, so what they're saying about this demo, this demo is not a cut from the game. This is so a specifically not- made for a demo purpose. So none of this that you're seeing in this demo will appear in the game. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing what you're saying, yes. Because you're talking about from Resident Evil Village, right? You're talking about Village, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. I mean, I hope up. she appears, because. Yeah. Because Patty got some big ass chitches. Yes. Yes, she does. Also, on the horizon, we got Hitman 3. If you are a fan of Hitman series, we have a okay. new Hitman 3 in, in the works um, sometime in 2021. It's, it's, you know, we got to talk about that. Also, Halo Infinite. You're a Halo fan, Xbox lovers. I'm a, I love hey, it. look! You ain't even got to be an Xbox lover to love Halo. Like, Halo, Halo, bro. Halo, Halo is it's just Halo classic, there, bro. Hey, Halo, Halo does does slap. So we got Halo on the on the horizon. Far Cry Six, um, Gotham City Knights. It'll be yes, damn Gotham right. Gotham City Knights. <laughs> so we we got. Um, so is this? That, is Gotham City Knights? Uh, is it? They're trying to figure out who killed Bruce, or this is just they know Bruce is dead. This is post Bruce. And they're just all the Bat family is uh, patrolling the streets of Gotham. 
As far as I know that, as far as I can see, we're getting the Bat Family. So Robins, uh, Nightwing, Red. Right. I couldn't. I just couldn't remember. uh, I mean, the story is based off of them trying to figure out who murdered Bruce, or it's just them. You know, I will do a little bit more deep diving into this one. I got you. So it's supposed to be set a little bit of time, like some years have passed since the last one and when he, you know, blew up the mansion and he's supposed to have died. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's in, it's in a, okay. Right. So it's take, okay. Gotcha. And they're yeah. saying that this is also following, uh, Gordon is going to die. So it's supposed oh, to be like shit. the GCPD okay. is going back corrupt and like lawlessness or whatever. And then like, like John says, the family, uh, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, I don't know which Robin, uh, and then red. It, it it looks it looks like it it's not Dick. But well, Dick will be Nightwing. No, uh, not Dick. Not Dick. I mean, um, Damien. There you go, Damien. Oh, okay. uh, so we may see. Um, fuck is his name? Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Okay. So that's that's from what I get from just the screenshots. So it looks like it's it's, yeah. it's Tim. You got Jason Todd, Tim Drake, uh, uh, Batgirl, and Nightwing. And mm-hmm. that's the snapshots that I'm seeing for right now. So, I don't think that's Damien. I think that's. So, you got Red Hood. Yeah. If you know the one I'm looking at, yeah. You got Jason Todd, and then you got Tim Drake, then you got Barbara, and then you got Dick. That's yes. what I'm seeing. So I don't think Damien's, Damien's in this game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, yeah, it looks like Tim Drake. So yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 what that. Um and the last one, uh, if any Monster Hunter fans are out here, Monster Hunter fans. Shout out to uh shout out to Point Nine. I saw he plays is Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh my he, God. He, he, now he's hyped that game up. A lot of people hype up Monster Hunter. I have not yet to play it, but it's I might worth make it on my I might make it on, on my list to do so. It's it's know. definitely worth it. it's I think it's a good game. Um if you like the if you like the hunt aspect to go behind it. Um it, there, there's so many different there's so many different combinations that you can do when it comes to like your armor and shit like that. Like it, it gets pretty okay. intense. Okay, okay. I'm about to fuck with it. So you know what? Let, let me throw this out here, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, hopefully everybody's hitting us up on Twitter at GeekingOTB, at GeekingOTB. Let's make this a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we like games. Hopefully by April, I think most of us will all have the PS5 or something like that. If we can get to 300 listeners, like just an episode where we get 300 listens, right? By May, we will let you, the audience, choose a game that all of us have to buy, and we will do a live gameplay on either YouTube or Twitch or something like that. Oh, shit. So we're going to put this on you all, the fans. You all share it with your friends. Please pick Call of Duty because John hates it. Please pick Call of Duty. Please. In advance, fuck all y'all right now. Because that, I hate that game. I'm ass. Call of Dookie. Wow. 
Yeah. That's a good I comeback. Said it. Uh, and fuck zombies. <laughs> fuck zombies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this nigga's out here like he's oh, wow. 12 years old on the school ground and shit. Call it Dookie. 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 So please make sure you share, like, subscribe, tell your friends about it, and you all can uh, control the content for the group. But before we wrap it up, we do, speaking of game consoles, we did have some Xbox news. I'm going to throw it over. Finally, right? Our Xbox fans probably like, talk about the Xbox, man. Right. Well, here's exactly why we don't talk about Xbox. So Microsoft, so let me give you a timetable between yesterday and the day before yesterday. I'm sorry, yesterday and Thursday night. Basically, rumors have been coming out that uh, Microsoft was gonna be increasing the price of their Xbox Gold membership. So, boom, Friday gets here, boom, comes out. Microsoft is releasing a price, uh, increase in the price of their Xbox Live Gold subscription soon. Uh, the software giants has started notifying Xbox Live members that the change in, uh, is certain in, the mar- in certain markets. Uh, so in certain markets, it was going up to $10.99 a month, and then it's going to be increasing by $5 for the three-month subscribers, and 12-month and six-month pricing was also going up. They didn't release what those would be. Then later on that day, uh, it said now three-month uh, will three month subscriptions will be uh 29.99 for three God months damn. 29.99 uh yeah. six six months is priced at 59 59.99 for six months now granted wow. if you're a playstation player that is a one-year subscription on playstation and then let me just yeah. say this for the people and i'm not just saying this to be uh cheap brendan or anything like that but PC PC gamers do not pay to play online. So that being said, if you have, let's say, Halo Infinite, right? Uh, and you got it on PC, you're not paying no type of subscription to be online. You're just paying, you're just paying for the game and you get to play and whatever. So right. power to the people. I think they should get rid of that because you know, if you let them play for free, that means you can afford to let us play for free. Um, just charge it somewhere else as far as like getting that fee of you know maintenance costs and stuff like that out of the game or whatever anyway but yeah six months is going to be sixty dollars and i'm guessing if you guys know math sixty dollars times two that's going to be the yearly subscription right so xbox Mm -hmm. is literally doubling the cost of playing online they announced that they're going to be doubling the cost of playing online and let me tell you there was a Mm -hmm. shit storm Oh mm-hmm. man, it was a shit storm. So that happened. Bad press. And you know, shout out to shout out to Microsoft. They have been doing a really, really good job uh since the last uh revision of the last console all the way up until this point. They've been really doing a really, really good job. No bad press, whereas the Sony was kind of getting bad, bad press and different things for certain things that they were doing. So Microsoft, first of all, before I get into the second part of this, what y'all think about that? I mean, oh, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. That's that's not reading the room. Even if look, yeah, we don't talk as much a lot about the stuff that's going on in the real world because we want to be yeah. an escape, like we talked about. But that's not reading the room, right? Like, if you know that video games is something that people want, as we talked about, uh, whether or not you should upgrade your system. Some people use that to make a living. 
a lot of people are using, you know, the online stuff as their escape. Like, can people really afford a, to go up a hundred percent on the price? Like, that's outrageous. So, yeah, yeah like you, you, you're not making goodwill in the community with that kind of a move at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think yes. about it this way, man, like their games have already gone up in price with the new consoles, right? Like, we're dropping seventy bones a game, right? Which mm-hmm. realistically yeah. is not that much of a difference compared to what we're paying now, $10, you know, it's a $10 base difference and that's not including tax. But like the, the one, the one thing that both companies have done correctly is the amount that you pay for online services. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think, I think 60 bones for, for the annual subscription is really solid. Like it's not mm-hmm. too expensive because you only have to worry about it once a year. But yeah. when you're dropping a hundred and twenty dollars, not including taxes, per each <laughs> time that you have to renew for the six months, like that's absurd, dude. Like very absurd. Like, and it's not even like it's like LB said, like we escape from, you know, we escape from reality when we play video games, you know, like mm-hmm. that for a lot of us, like that's our out, you know, I don't feel like raising the price a hundred percent is justifiable whatsoever. Cause first off that's expensive as shit. And we already out here struggling, especially for motherfuckers who lost their jobs in the middle of, you know, this COVID pandemic. And this whole pandemic, you know, like, come on, man. Like, if there's one, if there's one thing that we can keep sacred, it's at least the prices of, you know, whatever our hobbies are, whether it be video games, comic book prices, uh, you know, collecting DVDs, whatever the case may be. That just lets you know the superiority of the PS5 because they haven't gone up on this shit. Well, so, so really quickly, Xbox. Really quickly, um, so it also continues when it says, uh, you know, it's going to go up $120 for the year. And then it said, boom, Microsoft quietly removes its 12-month option uh, from last year. Uh, So basically, it's going to force you to, they were trying to force you to do either the three or the six-month, the ordeal. Uh, And then it says, it looked like it was just designed so they can get you to just move over to their ultimate game pass. Uh, for those of you that don't know what Microsoft's ultimate game pass is, it is basically the greatest thing. It's what Sony is trying to do with their you know, online gaming. They just haven't gotten it together yet. Xbox online gaming is, I mean, their ultimate game pass is like amazing. Over a hundred games that I get to play. It offers, it offers you, it gives you the uh, Xbox Go live access so you get to play online with other people. It gives you xCloud streaming, which I've done a million times on my phone. I think y'all were here when I was playing Xbox with my PlayStation 4 controller because the Xbox controller mm-hmm. on Apple devices, whatever. Anyway, so I think this was just them trying to push people out of just having Xbox Go and go over to the Ultimate Game Pass, which is a very great, great option. However, you cannot do that to people in the middle of a pandemic, especially people who only buy two games a year and only play those two games and they just want to play online and that's it. You can't do that to people. Mm-hmm. You can't do that to people. So what ended up happening was Microsoft issued, they backtracked, they backpedaled. You know what I'm saying? they like, gamers, mm-hmm. we rule the world. Just so you know, uh, 
people who are fans or uh, of anything in this world, if you voice your opinion and you stand together and there's something that you don't like, you can get it changed. And that's exactly what happened. Microsoft issued a statement saying we messed up today and you were right to let us know. Connecting and playing with your friends is vital is a vital part of gaming and we fail to meet the expectation of players who count on us every day. As a result, we are deciding to not change Xbox Live Gold. That's just stupid. Just call it Xbox Live. Anyway, Live mm. Gold pricing. Uh, we're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how our players view it basically is what they're saying blah 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 blah. going forward uh free to play games for those of you who don't know the free to play games that are available on the switch playstation xbox are things like fortnite um PUBG, these free to play games i think destiny 2 is a free to play game now too um on xbox you had to pay you had to be an xbox live member to play those games online so they're taking that away, which they should have did uh, eons ago, and they will no longer be making you do that. And they, again, they apologize for that and different things of that nature. So to close that out, what do y'all think about them backtracking and correcting that and not just not just saying that they're going to not raise the pricing, but now they opened up free-to-play games to be actually free-to-play? Um, should have been that way a long time ago. Absolutely. Um, when you when you look at Sony compared to uh, Xbox, like, or yeah, Microsoft, uh, like Sony has like that whole like that whole ass thing in the store where it's like you have like a section that's solely based just off of free to play games. I don't know mm-hmm. if Microsoft has it because I haven't played an Xbox. I think since uh, I don't know maybe like 10, 10, 13, somewhere around there years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I think if Microsoft hasn't done that, then they probably should, you know, incorporate that section into their online store and go from there. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. great that they retracted their statement because that just shows that the people still have power when it comes to councils instead of them saying, we're going to do this, this, and this, and ain't shit you can do about it. Um, I think on, I, I think Microsoft could have gone about it a different path or path. I don't know if they... Uh, I don't know if they do this already, if they incorporate that ultimate pass, whatever it is, in mm-hmm. the gold membership. So gold members, so Xbox Live Gold is incorporated in that $15 you pay a month to have access uh, to xCloud gaming, to have access to 100 games that you can play. Um, and it's not just like no rinky-dink bullshit-ass game. Like The only reason I played Gears of War 5 is because it was available on that, mm-hmm. I was paying that fifty. So I got to pay. I got to play. Uh, not only Gears of War, but you know they updated it for the next generation uh, consoles. So it looks amazing, and I game at one hundred and twenty mm-hmm. frames per second, and blah 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 blah. John, yeah, me and you played it. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, that has it. They implement. They did implement it in there. Okay, so is it two separate charges though? Is it a charge for gold, and then is it a charge for the ultimate? Nope, nope. I just paid my fifteen. I got the ultimate. I, I'm online. That's how I'm playing Call of Duty online. Uh, that's how I'm playing on my phone. That's how I got access to the hundred games. Uh, all those different things that come with that. Which that should just be. Yeah. It should have been simple yeah. to begin with. Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. Giving, I, your, giving, giving your player base access to the older games, just like Sony, because a lot of those games are older, or they're they're um, 
the kid friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think they just you have to, like you said, LB, they have to read the room. So right, like if you're gonna make this increase, do it before the consoles come out. Do it before yep. your next gen consoles come out. Say, hey, it's a part mm-hmm. of the next gen. You want next gen gaming? We gotta increase the price, blah, blah, blah. And then it gives people to say, okay, you know what, I accept that. And I'll I'll go for that. But in the middle, like mm-hmm. you said, in the middle of a pandemic, you're not reading the room. People, Rome said people have lost their jobs and stuff like that. You're not only increasing it by like, let's say 10%, 15%. You increased it, <laughs> you doubled the price of it. Like that is insane to me. Like you can't just say, and especially for an American-owned company, you see what America's mm-hmm. going through. It's not like Sony did it and they just like, okay, maybe Japan's doing well and they just not reading the rest of the world or something. It's Microsoft, so it's just just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, no. Um, I'll finish this up by saying that you don't get a cookie for doing the right thing, right? Yep. You don't get a I cookie. I want a cookie. Yeah. For our <laughs> listeners do, because... We give you this good cookie every single week, known as the Geeking Outside the Box podcast. You got damn right, it's a good look cookie. At that. Look, at cookie. <laughs> look at the cookie behind me. Look at the cookie. Look at the cookie. I like how you slid that in there. I know. I'm pretty good. I know. I'm pretty good. We're a Subway cookie at that. So. <laughs> Subway cookie. Wow. No, we're not. No, don't do that. Subway no, cookies are fucking, they're delicious. Yo, they are amazing. Wow. All the cookies you could have picked, you talking about Subway cookies. I well, <laughs> Subway cookies yeah. fire, bro. I don't want right, to hear that we, shit. We we fucking Oreos, then. How about that? Sam, I can do that with some Oreos. Wait. Oh no, man. We, no, we not Oreos. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Put the cream in the middle. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait. Pause. <laughs> Play. I'm gonna go get one. <laughs> From the Keebler elves that I work with, this is LB. <laughs> uh, you know, next week we plan to bring you all. Uh, of course, we do the episode four breakdown of WandaVision, but we will get into a lot that's happening in the anime world. So we'll have Rico's segment uh, sitting back with the sensei next week, and yeah, pardon shots. What do you want to tell the people before we get out of here? Switch over to PS Five. All right. <laughs> um, I will say before we get out of here, Marvel is doing an, a fantastic job. Like uh, I know we like it, it in any company that's like trying to do what Marvel per se that that part of Disney what they're trying to do. It's very simple. Find mm-hmm. you a Kevin Feige. That means find someone who's gonna one, know the lore, two, be true to the fans, and three, just know what the fuck he's doing. There you and go. Right your, there. your company who your fans will forever be happy, DC, who makes my breaks my wow. heart every time y'all wow. every time y'all that release was a shot. That was one about look, I'm the DC fan, the biggest one here. And it's like every time they release a movie, I get uh bang, bang. Bang, 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 bang. You hear bang, that, bang, Kathleen? Bang. Fucking do your job. Wow. <laughs> hey, listen, wow. we're getting the Kevin listen. Feige Star Wars, so he might be taking yeah. that shit over too, man. Him or John Favreau, one or the other. But anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Kevin Feige and the whole team over there. 
to to give us this type of a show uh, and make it so good and still connect it and make it interwoven into the MCU how they're doing it, man, it, it it's just good content. Like you, I'm so. What a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! All right, John. John, I just want to say shout out to the listeners. Thank I appreciate you. y'all dealing with us, putting up with us, because we've been we've been going we've been we've been we've been going strong. So I appreciate mm-hmm. all you guys that are listening out there on the platforms. Uh, yes, to the shout out family. Now. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, because y'all show be they be breaking their neck to tell us. Oh, I got some friends listening to your podcast. Right. So and shout out, shout, shout out to all our uh, listeners around the world too. I haven't forgot about oh, yeah. y'all. Oh yeah. All right. All right you so guys let's... make us. What about you, LB? Um, Any last words? Well, Jesus you made got? me, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. oh, yeah. No, no. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you look for. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing, the only appropriate thing to do at this point is. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you all next week. (laughs) Deuces. Deuces. Kumite? Uh-huh, the Kumite.